The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help! You know I need someone. Welcome to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. Family caregivers don't have to be alone in their experiences. You will hear from experts and other caregivers facing the same issues that you may be facing. Now, here is your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Welcome to episode 234 of Family Caregivers Unite. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, your host. Since retiring from medical practice, I've become an activist for family caregiving. Our topic today is naturopaths and prevention of cardiovascular disease. Just a quick word on what cardiovascular disease is. In the circulatory system, the heart pumps blood through arteries into organs like the brain, lungs and muscles, and veins return the blood to the heart. That's the circulatory system, and it's also called the cardiovascular system. Diseases of the cardiovascular system each year kill an estimated 17 million people worldwide, and these diseases are among the top killers in North America and Europe. The commonest consequences of cardiovascular diseases are heart attacks and strokes, which are serious events that often are life-threatening. Heart attacks result from disease of the arteries of the heart. Strokes result from blockage or bursting of arteries in the brain. Prevention of heart attacks, strokes and other cardiovascular diseases is a very high priority worldwide which is why our topic today, naturopaths and prevention of cardiovascular disease, is so important. To discuss it, our guest is Dr. Dugal Seeley. Dugald is a naturopathic doctor who serves as the Director of Research and Clinical Epidemiology at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine. He's an affiliate investigator for the Ottawa Hospital Research Institute and is executive director for the Ottawa Integrative Cancer Centre. He holds a Master of Science degree from the University of Toronto. He's been very active in medical research and the development of integrative oncology. He's led clinical trials and projects including specific interventions used by naturopathic doctors and the whole system of practice that is naturopathic medicine. He strongly believes that in he believes in the ability of evidence-based medicine to produce positive change in the healthcare system or systems that include complementary medicine. As an educator, researcher, clinicians and clinician and frequent speaker at conferences around the world, he's seeking to shift the debate towards a more whole person approach to care. So welcome to the show, Dugald. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be on with you. Great. Now, question, first question for you. Please tell us more about your background and your work in naturopathic medicine. Sure. Uh, 
Sure. Uh, so I, I came to naturopathic medicine um, from uh, an undergrad degree in, in chemistry. Um, my background, uh, um, I've always been interested in, in science and, uh, and uh, the biological sciences in particular um, after being in the lab in chemistry for a number of years um, and um, wanted to look at, uh, at medicine uh, from a more holistic approach. Um, a lot of my family members are actually medical doctors, and uh, so uh, as the youngest of four, I think I steered clear of that for a while, um, but um, was really intrigued by the uh, the curriculum uh, within the naturopathic uh, college, uh, and particularly the, the one in Toronto, um, although the accredited naturopathic colleges in North America have similar curricula. Um, and uh, what appealed to me about that was um, uh, was looking uh, at the science and uh, a whole system of care. And so I got involved in that in, uh, in 1999 and uh, graduated from CCNM and then got uh, involved in research uh, not long thereafter. Right. Now, please tell us about naturopathic medicine and explain to us how it differs from the type of medicine practiced, for example, by family doctors. Yeah, so naturopathic medicine is, uh, is, um, is a, a, an eclectic uh, combination of approaches used by uh, clinicians who've been trained um, in uh, both uh, the, the biomedical uh, sort of model of medicine, but then have an, use an approach that is, um, uh, employs sort of less invasive, more natural methods of, of uh, of supporting uh, health and healing. So a lot of the therapies, uh, it's often understood, um, the medicine's often understood by the types of therapies that are provided. So we, we use uh, things like acupuncture, uh, Asian medicine, uh, nutritional medicine, uh, herbal medicine, uh, exercise, uh, counseling, uh, some physical uh, uh, therapies. And um, so it's sort of a, a constellation of different complementary and alternative uh, medical practices um, within the training uh, that uh, within the training that incorporates an understanding of the Western biomedical approach, the terminology and the understanding of disease, uh, uh, and then looks at how can we um, mobilize a patient's uh, um, tendency towards healing by by utilizing some of the internal resources that are there. So. It's often, uh, I think it's best actually understood by some of the principles of naturopathic medicine, which include uh, the idea that the body has uh, an inherent understanding, if you will, um, of its own best state of health. So there's a homeostatic, uh, um, homeostatic mechanism that's, uh, that's uh, built in physiologically that uh, we gravitate towards a better state of health. A wound will heal itself, for example. Um, without uh, much intervention because the body knows what to do. But sometimes there's blockages either through nutritional deficiencies or past trauma or um, other, uh, other things that may get in the way of that healing taking place. So if we can support the body healing itself, then that is uh, critical. Uh, we also um, uh, look at uh, prevention as one of the foundational principles uh, as well as educating our, our patients uh, and looking to treat uh, the cause of the disease um, wherever possible, understanding that palliation and, and dealing with someone's symptoms is very important. If someone comes to a naturopathic doctor with pain, well, they're not going to be, uh, they're not going to, that, that, that treatment's not going to be avoided, but we would like to ideally try to get to the cause of, of the disease if possible. Just say more about the differences with family doctors. And when I say differences, I'm not talking about disagreements. I just make 
want you to make a kind of comparison of the way in which family doctors approach the discipline with the discipline, as you've just described it, of naturopathic medicine. So I, I guess um, part of it is uh, would come in terms of just the uh, the, the logistics of the visit. Uh, uh, naturopaths uh, will often see a patient for an initial visit, for example, for an hour and a half, and then would have follow-up visits uh, that could uh, be anywhere from uh, uh, half an hour to an hour or even longer if, if necessary. Um, so, so just the amount of time that's spent with a patient is is more. Um, is more intense. There is a there is a, a longer period to get the history and to look at some of the uh, uh, the key issues that a patient may have in terms of uh, perhaps uh, their stress uh, or lifestyle issues around either diet or or uh, exercise. Um, so we try to look at some of those foundational things uh, of health, which I think are, are are common to good medicine. But the naturopathic doctors have uh, more time to be able to uh, to apply this. So we might look at uh, how does a patient sleep, and how can we we support them sleeping through um, through non-pharmaceutical approaches. So that's another way of uh, often distinguishing between naturopathic medicine and uh, conventional general practice is that. We don't uh, typically use uh, prescription medications, although there are some jurisdictions uh, where that is, uh, that is in the scope of medicine for a naturopathic doctor. Um, we try to look at the least invasive um, approaches uh, to support health, uh, so that often will, consist of, uh, will include uh, uh, things like dietary changes and, um, uh, and certain supplementation. Whereas uh, a general practitioner may um, be more uh, have a tendency to use uh, prescription medications um, as part of their uh, their pharmaco their their their, type, their toolkit, if you will. Right, that's very helpful, Dougal. I want to talk about you to talk about the research that you and your colleagues uh, reported earlier this year. Um, just tell us, please, why you and your colleagues undertook the research, and please also tell us about your colleagues who joined you in the research. Dugald? Um, yeah, so the research that we did was a, um, it was a, a randomized control trial, um, and, but it was a pragmatic trial. And what we did was we, we looked at um, a group of people working at uh, Canada Post, uh, which is a corporation, a large corporation in Canada, um, that uh, where, where one of the, the concerns for many of the employees is um, cardiovascular disease or a risk for cardiovascular disease. So we had previously done some studies with this group, and we had the opportunity to do a larger study with them. And so we looked at um, randomizing uh, over 200 and, uh, nearly 250 participants into two groups. Um, and then in one group, we applied, uh, we were giving them naturopathic care, uh, with a naturopathic clinician, uh, and that uh, uh, the goal was to reduce their risk of cardiovascular disease. And then the other group um, was uh, followed by a conventional uh, general practitioner, uh, and I should add both groups actually did um, have uh, care with their general practitioner. The one that was randomized to the addition of naturopathic care um, was given, uh, had seven visits over the course of a year with a naturopathic doctor, um, and they were uh, given uh, a variety of different interventions uh, to stimulate uh, to, to, to stimulate increased health and, and really looking at how we could reduce cardiovascular uh, disease risk in that population. Um, so, 
uh, some of the researchers, we had um, uh, clinicians uh, that were involved, naturopathic doctors, uh, Dr. Serco, uh, uh, Dr. Aberdour, and uh, Dr. Harrington. Uh, we also had a, um, uh, a statistician and a cost-effectiveness uh, uh, researcher, uh, Dr. Patricia Herman, who did uh, work with us. And um, we are also supported by uh, uh, Dr. Gordon Guyatt, uh, who's an epidemiologist at uh, McMaster, in terms of the uh, uh, the design uh, as well as the study. So, and there was a number of other uh, people. I won't list through them all, but, uh, but uh, uh, that's being published in the, the Canadian Medical Association Journal. Very helpful. Now, in the next uh, segment or next two segments, we're going to talk in detail about what you found and the rest of it. But meanwhile, we have to pay our rent. We take a short break. This is Dr. Gordon Adderley, and my guest is Dr. Dugald Seeley. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio for Power River. Please stay with us. We'll be back. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance, and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies. But 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Everyone is eligible for RX Savings Plus. There are no age or income restrictions and no paperwork. Simply print a card and start saving on your prescriptions. Start saving today. Enroll and print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word Talk Radio to 960. 362. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday. Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. 
Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite. My guest, Dr. Dugal Seeley. Our topic is naturopaths and prevention of cardiovascular disease. Let's now talk about the purposes of your research, Dugald, and the ways in which it was conducted and its findings. So let's start, Dugald, with the question, what specifically did you want to find out through the research? Um, So through the research, we are looking to see uh, in a real-world setting, um, in a a sort of pragmatic design, what uh, effect the addition of naturopathic care would have on cardiovascular risk for this group of individuals that we that we were studying. Um, so, two of the main, well, the primary outcomes that we looked at were um, the uh, incidence of metabolic syndrome, uh, and then also a um, uh, an algorithm called the Framingham Risk uh, Profile Algorithm. And these are two um, well uh, validated um, uh, outcomes that um, give us some indication of what long-term cardiovascular risk would be uh, for this group. So the, the, the things that we, we, we looked at were a number of different uh, outcomes uh, that are associated with these, uh, these two profiles, as well as some additional ones, uh, secondary outcomes as well. But we wanted to look at things like um, uh, whether or not they had weight control issues, if they were going to be losing uh, their weight, if they were smoking, if they had diabetes, um, uh, what their BMI was. Uh, and uh, we also looked at uh, um, a profile of, of uh, blood markers, including their total cholesterol and uh, HDL levels, as well as LDL. So uh, some what we call surrogates or, or uh, biomarkers uh, that uh, help us to indicate whether or not there's risk or not. So that was the, um, the goal was to look at, like I said, whether or not overall the provision of naturopathic care in addition to conventional care if it had any impact on the long-term risk of cardiovascular disease we didn't look uh, it was a year-long study so we weren't able to actually get enough data on um, uh, you know number of heart attacks or strokes uh, actual heart outcomes that are associated but um, we did we were able to collect enough data on these uh, these um, these primary outcomes, these compound outcomes, uh, so that we're able to um, infer whether or not risk would be would be reduced or not in that group. Got it. Now you mentioned something metabolic syndrome. Just bring us up to speed quickly. What is that? So metabolic syndrome is a constellation of um, of a number of different characteristics that someone would have to uh, have if they would be considered have uh, metabolic syndrome. So it looks at, uh, at the, um, uh, the diagnostic criteria are whether or not they have elevated waist circumference or not, uh, if they have elevated triglycerides, uh, what their um, HDL levels are, uh, if they have a high blood pressure or not, and if their fasting glucose is high or not. So if they have any three of those five uh, different criteria, if they're met, they would then be classified as having metabolic syndrome. And if someone has metabolic syndrome, then we, we understand that their, their long-term risk for cardiovascular disease is higher, as well as it would be for diabetes. Right. That's very helpful. Now, 
Next question. Please tell us about the types, the detail of the types of the naturopathic care you, you used in the research and how the naturopathic care and the medical pet care provided by the family doctors related to each other. Do you go on? Um, so in terms of the, uh, the, the naturopathic interventions, it, this was not a prescription uh, a list that was provided to every uh, patient that was identical. It was really a, a, a working discussion uh, and a dialogue between the clinician and the patient as far as what the patient was willing to do. So in, in cases where uh, a patient had, um, you know, there may, may have been uh, carrying more weight than they should, uh, an emphasis would have been placed on reducing that weight, uh, both through uh, calorie reduction and also through increased exercise. So there, there's, a, there's an element of coaching that would take place around that. And within seven visits over the course of a year, which does reflect um, you know, not, not a standard practice necessarily, but not uh, an atypical or it would be a normal practice for a naturopathic doctor to have that many visits, this would reflect sort of a real-world practice, if you will. Other interventions, though, would include things like um, incorporating more, uh, more raw nuts in their diet, things like almonds or walnuts, which have been shown to, uh, uh, to have an impact on some of the uh, cholesterol markers, uh, having more uh, olive oil, um, taking uh, something called coenzyme Q10 if they were taking a statin drug, for example, that may cause a deficiency in this particular uh, um, metabolite. Um, might have been uh, fish oil. So there's, there are different uh, types of therapies that would be suggested to the patient based on what they're willing to do uh, and what seemed to be the most significant uh, change that, that they would be able to do. So it's really a, um, it's an interactive process, and I think that's also um, uh, quite characteristic of naturopathic practice is that it is does involve this kind of a of an interactive approach with the patient. So there's education around why one, one would, might make these changes in one's lifestyle or diet, um, and, uh, and then supporting that um, and supporting the person making those changes. Right. Now, just to ask, supposing somebody was overweight and you're, you're going to, you were intent on focusing um, the naturopathic care on dealing with the overweightness. Is yes. that the sort of thing that you would then um, inform the family doctor about that you were doing this so that the family doctor, and let me put it in this way, was uh, understood what was going on and didn't, however inadvertently, kind of give a <laughs> advice that went in the wrong direction. Is that the kind of um, communication and relationship between the two types of care that you actually practiced? And if you didn't, is it the sort of thing that you would recommend practicing? What do you think? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> that's exactly the kind, what you described in terms of that kind of communication would be exactly the kind of communication, uh, communication that I think we'd like to achieve. The reality is that it's not um, often there to that degree. I mean, everyone's uh, obviously, the professionals can be quite busy in terms of their practice, and uh, there, there's a time involvement for that kind of communication. Um, what we are what we are espousing and trying to get to is is more of, of, of a collaborative model of care. Um, I think the the design of the study and the application of it was much more uh, parallel kind of 
application of care rather than collaborative. So we were encouraging the patients, the participants in the study to communicate the findings that they had um, with their uh, GPs, with their general practitioners, but um, we didn't have a mechanism for collaboration between the, 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 the naturopathic doctors and the general practitioners. So uh, one of the requirements uh, for inclusion in the study was that the patients or the participants were seeing a GP, um, but uh, we didn't, um, and we would encourage this communication through the patient, but it wasn't instigated by the clinician themselves. Right. Um, I think what happened as a result of this was that there was a, uh, a greater um, interest in um, care, particularly in the control group, uh, in being seen by their GP because they weren't being followed by the naturopathic doctor. However, they were getting the um, they were getting some of these uh, uh, these blood values as far as the um, uh, the fasting glucose and the cholesterol levels. They were getting that information, but they didn't have an outlet to follow up with. So, in some ways, I think the the, the control group actually had uh, what we call in, uh, enhanced care with their uh, their um, uh, their GP. Very um, interesting. Yeah. Dougal, I'm going to stop you only because time always is a tyranny on this, and I want you now to just to summarize for us the findings of the research. What were the, let's say, the top three or four most important findings of your research? Dougal? Um, okay. Uh, so I guess uh, the, the, the key ones are the, the, that we found that there was a reduction in both uh, uh, the incidence of metabolic syndrome, uh, a relative reduction in the the group receiving the naturopathic care as it compared to the group uh, that was receiving just the conventional care. So there was a 17% drop in the incidence of metabolic syndrome between those two groups, uh, and that was highly statistically significant. Um, we also found a, um, uh, a reduction in overall risk of, of a cardiovascular event occurring within the next 10 years, and this is a prediction, a predicted risk, but that was of um, just over 3%, uh, again, for the, the group receiving the naturopathic care. So if you look at that in, in, in real terms, uh, that would be if you had 100 people um, in the study, three of them would not have had uh, um, uh, hard, uh, a negative uh, cardiovascular event in the next 10 years as a result of, taking, uh, of doing this additional therapy. So that was the sort of uh, the main findings, and I think these are well understood to be both, uh, um, well, statistically significant from the analysis, but also uh, clinically significant as far as the results are. And, um, uh, and again, just to stress, this was in addition to and not as an alternative to care uh, with a GP. Um, and um, the other thing that we looked at uh, as far as outcomes was um, uh, something called the, the Measure Yourself Medical Outcomes Profile. It's a, it's a validated tool uh, developed by Charlotte Patterson. Uh, and this looks at um, outcomes that patients have outside of, of um, this cardiovascular disease issue that we're looking at. So they may have come to the study with uh, migraine headaches or low back pain or, uh, or they could have had um, uh, you know, hypertension. These are some of the other complaints that they might have had. And we also found, um, and we weren't able to report on this given the limitations of the publication uh, amount of uh, space that we had, but we found significant improvements in, in many, many of these different uh, secondary outcomes. Right. So, um, you know, people would improve in their, in their other symptoms. So it, it, I think it speaks to 
the impact that can be had on the overall health of a person through this, uh, this kind of care, which doesn't just focus on the pathology necessarily. Very clear. Now, we're going to take the break and we're going to come, come back to talking about these, these kind of things. Um, let me just make a quick comment. It sounds like, to me, like a very successful piece of research, but I'll let you, I'll let you explain why uh, in the next uh, segment. So, let's take the break. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, and my guest is Dr. Dugald Seeley. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio for Power River. Stay with us, please. We're coming back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and my guest, Dr. Dugal Seeley. Our topic is naturopaths and prevention of cardiovascular disease. Uh, Dugal, I want you to talk now about the implications of your research. And my first question, implications question, is what are the implications of your research for family doctors? Um, I, I guess uh, the, uh, one of the implications would be that, um, um, that uh, it can be beneficial for, for patients for, who are seeing a family doctor um, that they may get some benefit uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, uh, prevention of uh, disease and, and, um, and also for well-being by seeing a naturopathic doctor in addition or at least that... Um, if, if, if not referred to, then they, they, uh, it would be supportive to, to, uh, 
to encourage this kind of um, um, collaborative care. And, and it's really, this did not look at, uh, at, the, at, the, um, uh, at the application of naturopathic medicine as an alternative or a replacement for, for, uh, for family medicine by any means. Um, it's, it's really the, the addition. I think the, um, some of the, the, the benefits that may be there for, for family doctors and for the patients is that um, some of the uh, some of the foundational um, aspects of health that you know um, that can be supported by naturopathic care, um, and and that we we have uh, the time uh, and and some of the tools to help in that process. Right. What are the implications of your research findings for naturopathic doctors? Uh, for naturopathic doctors, um, well, I I, I would. Uh, I would say that um, it uh, it supports the, the the need for for uh, for more research um, uh, for for clinical practice. I think that um, you know we we need to be looking at um, at the uh, the evidence base uh, to support the kinds of therapies that we do. And uh, um, you know a lot of effort was made in this trial to to uh, to optimize the, the kind of care that was provided by the naturopathic doctors. So this was. Um, um, this was something, you know, where, where uh, uh, the, the interventions that we used, uh, there was a lot of discussion about the the, uh, um, the choice of these and why that would be made, and, and so there's a real reliance on the on the evidence uh, for that, um, and uh, so I think that's uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a resource for, for naturopathic doctors, um, the evidence base that's in the literature, um, and um, um, yeah, that's uh, probably the, the my, my biggest. Uh, a suggestion, I suppose, from this. Perfectly fair. Now, still, uh, I'm still asking about implications, but this time I want you to tell us what the implications are for persons and families living with or at risk of cardiovascular disease. Um, well, I think a, a whole person approach uh, to care that doesn't um, um, Overly rely on on uh, prescription medication uh, as as uh, as the only tool for for supporting health is 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 an important implication. Uh, the kinds of therapies that the naturopathic doctors provided within this study um, are uh, easily applicable. Uh, you know there are a lot of uh, sort of basic uh, uh, you know, dietary uh, choices, uh, reducing uh, saturated uh, uh, saturated fat. Um, uh, reducing uh, 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 a high quantity of calories from from carbohydrates, for example, uh, and then and just implementing uh, uh, more of a healthy lifestyle through uh, through exercise. Um, you know, these are really um, critical components, and uh, and I think getting coaching for that, um, and, and particularly from from a naturopathic doctor, can be very useful. The other benefit, uh, I suppose, of of of, uh, of um, of getting that kind of support is that there is a uh, there is an understanding of uh, potential for interactions with uh, conventional medications and uh, and so um, making uh, especially when it's dealing with with uh, natural health products and supplementation it's 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 probably wisest to get uh, uh, to get support from 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 someone with some expertise in that and I, and I think that the uh, the Endies um, are, are 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 very well trained in that area, so uh, would provide good support. So I think uh, it does speak to um, the the benefits that can be had by incorporating uh, naturopathic care in one's uh, in one's uh, overall uh, health plan. 
you said earlier um, that you might, as a naturopathic doctor, spend an hour, an hour and a half with the first consultation with a patient. Um, I've worked in family medicine, not for very long, but I did it. And uh, an hour and a half is way out of the time range that's feasible in family practice, whether it's in Canada, Britain, or the United States. Um, it's much more a matter of um, making a quick decision, sharing a quick, quick information with your patient, and then writing a prescription. And I'm not in any way being negative when I say that. That is the way it works. Now, it seems to me, then, that what you're able to do as naturopathic doctors is to supplement um, what the family doctor does with this question of diet, this question of exercise, and all of these things that we hear every day are important, but which some of us perhaps aren't inclined to take very seriously and therefore need, and this is your word and it's a good word, coaching. So that was a bit of a lecture to you, but please comment back. What do you think? I think that's very well said, and, and I think that uh, we can definitely provide that kind of um, you know, complementary care and, and ideally integrative uh, uh, care where, where there is discussion or at least uh, a better knowledge. So um, absolutely, uh, that is, is one of the, the supports that, uh, that uh, naturopathic doctors can provide. And I think that uh, the other aspect is that we're equipped to understand the... Um, uh, the medical terminology, we're equipped to understand uh, and actually make the diagnosis if, if needed. So there, there is a primary care role that can be provided by naturopathic doctors as well. Uh, and also a role of referral um, the other direction when needed. There's many, many people that, that see naturopathic doctors in a primary care role that may not actually even see um, a general practitioner. So um, the... Um, Having the having someone who has the knowledge of uh, of um, you know the diagnostic criteria and be able to make a diagnosis and be able to to uh, refer when appropriate is, is a really important addition. So um, I, I think uh, medical doctors and naturopathic doctors can work together very well. Um, there's still barriers to communication and understanding. I, I think of the the medicine, but. Uh, um, uh, I, I, I think that, that this is a patient-driven uh, phenomenon, uh, which is, is driving more uh, medicine towards a more integrative approach. You mentioned that naturopathic doctors are trained in diagnosis. I'm going to ask you this. That means, then, that if a patient goes to a naturopathic doctor and the diagnosis suggests something that isn't within the scope of naturopathic care, but instead requires, you know, detailed laboratory investigation, attention by the family doctor, maybe reference to a specialist, that you as, you as practitioners have the skills to understand that and kind of refer back to the medical system. Is that right? That's right. Um, it's not uh, actually enabled necessarily in every jurisdiction that we can refer certainly to uh, the specialists. Often that, um, that gateway is controlled by the general practitioners. Um, however, we're trained to recognize uh, where the needs are 
And, and I would emphasize that this is really through um, the naturopathic doctors that are being trained at one of the accredited naturopathic colleges in North America. There's only seven of those, um, and there are regulations in, in many of the jurisdictions, not all. But um, so I think it's important to, to be aware for your listeners that they should uh, look at the credentials for who they're seeing. Uh, two good associations to look to are the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians, uh, the AANP, and uh, they've got a website and you can identify NDs that have been trained uh, with this background. It's a four-year full-time uh, um, accredited uh, program. Uh, and uh, it's post-grad. And then in Canada, there's the Canadian Association of Naturopathic Doctors, as well as uh, different provincial organizations. So um, there are resources that, that patients can go to uh, to see the credentialing. And there's also resources uh, from a regulatory uh, uh, um, uh, perspective in terms of uh, requiring continued education and uh, you know, methods for, for which complaints can be brought forward by the public and all that. Right. Dougal, this is a huge question I'm going to ask you next, and we've only a short amount of time to give you to answer it, but let's have a go. Do you see in North American society any broad movements that favor complementary medicine, not so much by disrespecting, to use that word, conventional medicine, but rather as a way of extending it into areas where conventional medicine hasn't in the past gone at all or very far. Are there any movements? Do you see them, Dugald? I, I think there, there are. I mean, one of the, the areas that I'm particularly interested in is uh, something called integrative oncology. It's a field where um, or discipline where there is an inclusion of complementary medicine within uh, the approach to cancer care um, that, of course, includes conventional, um, but does respect um, uh, complementary as providing, uh, um, you know, a real avenue for, for health as well or for, for assistance in, in that area. So uh, integrative oncology, you know, crosses many different uh, um, boundaries in terms of the professions and researchers, uh, patient advocates, You've got oncologists involved in it. You've got naturopathic doctors. You've got uh, acupuncturists, Ayurvedic practitioners, a number of different uh, types of disciplines, uh, as well as um, uh, researchers that are interested in this and the, the use of it by the, by the public. Um, and, again, this is a really a patient-driven phenomenon. So I think we're, we're seeing a, 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 a real growth of this, um, and uh, there's one society for there's a society for integrative oncology, for example, which is having their uh, having I think it's their tenth or uh, yeah it's the tenth uh, uh, conference this year in Vancouver, um, and have been having one annually, and it's a real meeting uh, place for uh, for people that are interested in this. Um, there's the Oncology Association of uh, Naturopathic Physicians or the OncNP, which is. Uh, a uh, sort of a subspecialty within the naturopathic medicine on in oncology care. So um, this is, I mean, it, cancer patients are, are very motivated uh, to do what they can, obviously, uh, and uh, there's a lot that can be done in terms of supporting their quality of life uh, and uh, and uh, improving outcomes. So uh, it's 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 it is an area that I'm I'm more aware of than others, but I think it's. Uh, uh, we're seeing this uh, the movement towards more integrative medicine uh, across the board. That's important um, and encouraging. And thank you for that um, glimpse, I think, of, of a movement and a future.
Now, once again, it's time for us to take the break. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, and my guest is Dr. Dugald Seeley. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio for Power of Please stay with us. We'll be back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and my guest, Dr. Dougal Seeley. Our topic is naturopaths and prevention of cardiovascular disease. Um, Dugald, I want to talk now about what more you want to do and see done to combat cardiovascular disease, especially in light of your research findings. So first question, through the organizations you're personally involved with, what more would you like to do to combat cardiovascular disease? Uh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> um, I wish I had a really good answer for that, but <laughs> no. Um, I, I guess uh, the um, uh, I would just like to see more uh, more of a movement towards prevention uh, overall, uh, rather than a uh, a more downstream reactive kind of a response uh, to cardiovascular disease. Um, from, you know, particularly, I guess, through the organizations that I'm involved with, which, uh, you know, are the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine and, uh, um, and uh, the associations uh, to some degree, the, you know, I'd like to see them 
become, uh, well, provide a, 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 a voice that's listened to that, uh, that espouses some of the, the, the principles of, of preventative care. So, you know, we have a lot of, uh, there's, there, there is work that's done in that area for sure, but I think there is just, um, there's too much of a reliance on, on, uh, on uh, prescription medications in many cases. I, I don't think that this is the, the, the answer. It's a Band-Aid approach. Uh, it comes with its own uh, uh, problems as well. Um, you know, we need to be reaching out to the, the population at a much younger age. Um, we also need to be looking at what we're doing to the environment that may be contributing to some of these, uh, uh, these um, you know, profound diseases. Um, nutrition, I think, is, a, is, is just uh, uh, it doesn't get the attention it needs. Uh, we, uh, I, uh, I'm not suggesting that we do regulate sugar, but... Uh, um, if you look at sugar in, in, in comparison to tobacco, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, um, similarities there. And, and, uh, and it's amazing how unregulated uh, uh, and how uncontrolled and how uh, rampant uh, um, uh, sort of uh, high fructose corn syrup is. And so, you know, there, there's things that could be done from a societal uh, perspective to try to reduce risk. Uh, from cardio- for cardiovascular disease, uh, I mean, just more uh, exercise that would be uh, incorporated into uh, our curricula in school, and, and uh, um, it's it's a it's a it's a societal problem, and and uh, I think both cardiovascular disease and, and cancer are two um, profoundly uh, um, uh, important and uh, detrimental diseases that we deal with in civilized uh, countries, if you want to call it that, um, but they are diseases of civilization, and uh, it's what we've done to ourselves. So how can we reverse that? How can we change the, the, the system so that we support health uh, from a much earlier standpoint? And I think that's, that's part of um, the, the, the real missing link. And I know a lot of people have talked about this. It's nothing new, but uh, how do we actually implement this? Right. Now, what more would you like to see done by family doctors and their organizations to combat cardiovascular disease? Dugald? Uh, I think the, uh, my answer would be similar. <laughs> and um, I think that, uh, again, um, you know, emphasizing uh, some of the, the foundational aspects of health, um, uh, reducing stress, um, reducing uh, obesity, um, reducing uh, reducing um, uh, reliance on easy carb uh, easy uh, calories um, these are all things that can be done and 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 again providing perhaps a bit more time for the family doctors to be able to discuss uh, the kinds of things that patients can do uh, beyond taking a statin drug for example um, and, and uh, you know that that can actually uh, get to the root cause of, of, uh, of the disease and um, and uh, involving the families in that as well, not just the individual, but uh, the families and the communities in that process. So um, we, we, I think, approach medicine, uh, and uh, um, I can't remember the, 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 I haven't certainly coined this term, but it's, it's not really a healthcare system, more it's like a, a disease-based system, and it's a disease response system. So how can we, we approach this in a way that... Uh, that is um, proactive, um, uh, more upstream approach to health, um, and that uh, builds in some of those, uh, the right habits at an earlier time. Right. 
Now, so that leads directly into my next question for you, which is, what's your message for persons and families living with or at risk of cardiovascular disease? What's your message, Dugald? Well, I'd say, first of all, that there is, uh, there is a lot that, um, that uh, people can do for themselves and that uh, it's, people generally know uh, to some, well, at least to some degree, what they can do. Um, and and um, seeing someone in, involving uh, uh, someone like a naturopathic doctor or, or a, a nutritionist, an exercise coach, you know, in their care, it can be very, very uh, fundamentally important. So, um, I, you know, I, I certainly do believe that, that uh, a lot of the, the, the therapies, um, the specific therapies and the suggestions that are given by naturopathic doctors can be very effective. So, you know, my bias would certainly be to incorporate uh, uh, a naturopathic doctor in, in care if you can manage that. Um, but, uh, but look to, uh, to what um, you can do to, uh, to get more active and uh, uh, to, um, uh, to eat uh, more healthily. You know, uh, those, those things that we hear all the time uh, and that um, um, I guess need a lot of reinforcement um, uh, and that people can take uh, the power for themselves in many ways to, to do these things for themselves, for health, especially right. in cardiovascular disease. Right. Now, I'm going to just make my comments because unfortunately we're coming to the end of this very interesting episode, Dugald. So... You used a word I'm going to pick up on, and you talked about the naturopathic doctors coaching um, their patients, coaching people, coaching families, and, if I get it right, coaching communities as well, to do things that are health-oriented. Health and here's my comment back to you. I'd be very surprised if doctors disagree with any of those messages. I really would, because it's so well known that the risks of cardiovascular disease are where the things you're talking about aren't being done at all or being done properly. So in that sense, and, you know, this sounds a bit pompous, but my, <laughs> my prescription for family docs and naturopathic docs is for the family docs to see naturopathic docs as coaches. Extending the work of the family doctor that's into prevention, protection, prevention of cardiovascular disease and protection against it. And I think that's a very powerful message and I hope that this episode, to some degree, will help you get it out. And I would like on air to say to you, I'd be very happy to do another episode with you where we talk about getting that message across in such a way that NDs, naturopathic doctors, do the coaching and family doctors do their work in such a way that we do combat cardiovascular disease. So I want to say thank you, Dugald, for sharing with us, you know, your experience, your insight, and your advice. And I want to wish you 
every success in the work you're doing and just keep <laughs> keep at it because it's important and more research more investigation and more promotion i want to thank say thank you to our listeners we'd like to hear your comments on this episode and from our listeners i'd like to hear about ideas for topics or if you're interested in being a guest on the show our next episode will be about conversations with dementia please join us same time same spot on the internet talk to you then Thank you again for joining us this week for Family Caregivers Unite with your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until then, we hope our program will help make the coming week easier and more hopeful. And I do appreciate you being around. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 